Lamar. Winning lottery numbers coming up. I'm gonna switch it up for y'all a little bit. Get crunk. You know why? Huh? It's hurricane season. The new Miami. The new Miami. The new Miami. Surge, surge. The new Miami. The new Miami. The new Miami. Hey, this is Manny Navarro. Welcome back to the Wide Right Podcast. Today, we've got a special guest on a commitment to the University of Miami in the 2021 class, Ryan Rodriguez from Miami Columbus, one of the top offensive linemen in South Florida and somebody who I got a chance to watch last month. Feels like two years ago, Ryan, but I got to see you at that camp over uh, at North Broward Prep. That was the Under Armour camp, right? Yeah, that was the Under Armour camp. And you I really kicked everybody's you. ass. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you uh, did. There was only like two centers there, so they told me I could either get all the reps or I could sit back and let the other guy go. So I ended up taking 18 reps there, which was a lot, and I beat everybody. So that kind of set a statement for me in South Florida. Yeah, I mean, you really look so dominant. And I know you played left tackle on the high school team there at Columbus, which won the state championship. Um, but you project as an interior lineman at the next level, at least according to these recruiting experts. Yeah. I wonder, when you have these conversations with Garen Justice about Miami, um, what does he project you as? Uh, he, right now, I'm, I'm projected to go in and play center, but mm-hmm. if anything happens and maybe Big Baby wants to go play center and he fits there better and I maybe fit at guard better, we could do that. I don't mind playing any position. So Now, you're listed at 6'3", 280, and, I mean, you're already built like a grown man. So, to me, you could probably get in there right away and contribute. Um, you've been playing at Columbus since, what, your sophomore year as a regular starter? Freshman. Uh, yeah, sophomore year I started, but freshman year I was getting rotation. Mm-hmm. And so, this is going to be your third season? Uh, yeah, starting, yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you feel out of tackle? And, I guess, what's the difference from when you move inside just from oh. a – you know, mental perspective. Yeah. Um, tackle is a little harder because you're on an island the whole time. Tackle, mm-hmm. you, it's one-on-one with the DN. And in my opinion, DNs are a lot faster than the interior lineman is. So I have to take more sets or I put myself out further with no help. Interior-wise, basically it's like the center and the two guards are always helping each other out. So you have a lot of support interior-wise. Now, when I saw you last month, I know Miami had been on you pretty hard, but, you know, obviously the world changed over the last two months with everything going on. Um, How did the recruiting process change for you? I know you wanted to take official visits to other schools. Didn't end up happening, obviously, because of the uh, COVID-19 situation. But what's it like to do a recruiting meeting through Zoom to, you know, talk on the phone with guys versus what it was before where you get a chance to go on campus and see what it's like? Um, It's a little different. I mean, the most we could do is kind of text and FaceTime. I had a few visits planned um, from March to April. I was going to visit Louisville, Wake Forest, and LSU, and they all got canceled because of COVID. So, And then the Zooms, I mean, I had a Wake Forest. Um, Coach Tabaka from Wake Forest took me around the school. He was there in person, and I saw everything through Zoom, but it's just not the same as being there in real life. You know what I mean? It's kind yeah. of different. How does that change your mentality when you go to make a commitment? Because obviously, you know what you have with Miami. You've been down to that campus plenty before, but you really, I don't think you got a chance to go to those other schools at all, right? Like even last summer, any trips on your own, right? 
No. Uh, I mean, I feel safe for you, I feel if I if I can't take any visits because I don't know when this dead period is over, I'd rather secure my spot somewhere. I know I'm safe. I know I feel comfortable where I can develop and grow as a player. Uh, I like what Coach Justice is doing. I trust him. So if I felt that was the best decision, I, I sat down with my coaches, my parents, and we agreed that we we wanted to do this. So what ultimately convinced you? Was it just the relationship with Coach Justice? Was it the fact that you were always kind of a Hurricanes fan from what I've read? Or Yeah, I mean, it was a lot of things. I've been a Hurricanes fan since I was a little kid. It's always been my dream to play there. So it was going to be hard for any other school to kind of get me to buy into what, to what they're mm-hmm. selling. And because I, I'm really a big UM fan since I was a kid. Like, it still doesn't feel real to me that. I'm, I'm committed and I'm going to play football there. But, yeah, I mean, my family is very supportive. My whole family is going to end up buying some, their own little section of season <laughs> tickets. It's going to be it, crazy. So I'm looking forward to it. reminds me of the uh, Joaquin Gonzalez situation, you know, going to Columbus. Yeah. Joaquin and uh, I have known each other for years, and he was such a beast there. And, you know, I, I think I read somewhere else that four out of the five national championship teams actually had a Columbus offensive lineman starting, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's a cool fact. Coach Justice told me that, and and it was true. Uh, Cristobal, Joaquin Gonzalez, Darren Handy, um, who else? Oh, oh uh, Heffernan, Mirabal, right? or not Mirabal? The Cristobal. Right, Cristobal's. Yeah. So I mean, if I could keep that legacy going, and it's it doesn't just represent UM, it represents my high school, which mm-hmm. I have a lot of pride in. Uh, that's something I, I'd like to do. Keep that legacy going. Two things I want to talk about for sure. Number one, when did your fandom begin for the Canes? I mean, were you like a season ticket holder, always going to the stadium, or were you just going to a few games here there? My godfather and my my brother's godfather are both their brothers, and they've been season ticket holders since I was born. So they buy a bunch of tickets, and I would go to the, I go with them. I've been at the tailgate mm-hmm. since I was a little kid, growing up watching you. So you have some legendary so, yeah. uh, tailgating was, stories, I'm sure. Stuff you've been exposed to yeah, with wild games. Uh, I've been to some crazy <laughs> games. The the I think the best one had to be Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. How old were you there? Fourteen. Yeah, freshman. I was a freshman. What was that night like? What do you remember? And and it so, feels like that night was so important for so many recruits. The thing I remember the most was that was just the year I got there, and mm-hmm. Trajan just went to UM, and and I saw him catch a pick six, and everyone saw it coming. Everybody went crazy. That was the. Probably was that the, the moment, moment you officially fell in love with wanting to become a Hurricane? No, I fell in love since I was a kid. Okay. I'm just wondering if maybe that moment, seeing a Columbus guy, you know, score on a pick six, play a big yeah. role in a huge win. I wonder if that night, you know, was kind of like, wow, this is this is really for me. No, but it's been a bunch of games just seeing yeah. seeing how it is. Um, I've been going to games since I was little. I sat all around the stadium seeing things in different perspectives. It's just every time I go there, I want to be there. Were you alive for the Orange Bowl? Yeah, you were. The Orange Bowl is still around, right? I don't remember. No, you remember I don't going. think so. You were, you were so young. I, I was born in 2003. 2003, right. So a couple years after the, the last national championship. Did you know about the history and, and as far as like when you were really young about all the championships? I'm sure your uncles and everybody had to have told you. Yeah, uh, of course. That's that's where I'm pretty sure everybody wants to get back to. Um, and I'm sure that all the coaches agree and all the players that are committed agree. Everybody wants to get back to that to that pedigree that they were at uh, many years ago. 
But growing up, I know a lot about the national championships. I watched all the documentaries, the 30 for 30s, mm -hmm. um, all the hype videos. It's just I'm, I've been keeping up with it since I was born. I know Coach Manny Diaz just took over, and, you know, last year was obviously a rough season for them. They had a couple losses probably that nobody expected. But I know he's working really hard. I know his staff is really working really hard to bring in some great players. You're obviously one of them. Are you the kind of guy who's going to help in the recruiting process and try to convince other guys to come to Miami? Or are you, you know, some guys prefer to be hands-off and say, well, look, that's somebody else's decision. I know it's like a delicate balance, but are you the kind of guy who, hey, I'm, I'm going to recruit the hell out of everybody to come to Miami. Yeah, uh, I, I'm I'm going to help recruit for sure. I'm not going to start begging everybody to come join Miami, but if if I see someone is is has Miami in their blood, wants to be there, I mean, I'm already hitting up a few guys that I'm trying to get over, but I'm not going to say their names, but if, if, if they really consider Miami and they're serious about it, I'll definitely hit him up and get in communication with him. The interesting thing that I've, look, I've been covering this since about 1995. So I've seen this program at its high. I've seen it, obviously, when it struggled, is that there's still a lot of guys like you who just want to be Hurricanes, right? Local guys. Yeah. And then there's other guys now who are like, nah, you know what? They've lost too much. I'd rather go to these other SEC schools and you know, go play in these other stadiums where they're competing for championships. It's hard to buy into that vision that a new coach like Manny Diaz is trying to sell. What ultimately convinced you that things are going to go right at Miami? Um, honestly, I went to the practice. The, that practice I went to in spring. I got lucky that I went so early. Um, I really saw everybody look like they wanted to be there. Everybody, Everybody was excited. Uh, coach Justice, I watched him coach live, and and I, I really like how he coaches. Uh, he he focuses a lot on technique, and that's what I, that's what I like to focus on. I'm a big technique guy, mm -hmm. so I mean that practice really, I was really happy with that practice. What I saw that day, it convinced you that things aren't going to stay status quo. Yeah, uh, you could tell everybody's running around, everybody's hustling. Even uh, it wasn't even full pads, and everybody still. Tackling, pancaking, everybody, the running back, Jalen Knight and other freshmen uh, in there hustling. It was just good to see. And then I saw all these freshmen that I played against the season before, um, like Xavier Restrepo, Jalen Knight, and uh, Keyshawn Washington. I saw all of them on the field playing. And I was like, wow, that could be me in a year. You know, the reality is, Ryan, that they're going to need guys like you who really love this program, who believe in it, to anchor you know, the next great team that comes out of here and helps change things. I just did a long story sort of researching what's kind of gone wrong the last 15, 16 years. And it's obvious that the level of NFL talent isn't what it was back in the day when they had first rounders left and right. And, you know, all these guys who became pro bowlers, it's kind of slowed down the last 15 years. And the thing is, it feels like they're still recruiting good players. They're just not getting the most of them. And I think part of that is the players buying into the coaches and putting in all the work that they're supposed to do. Um, I guess from your perspective, what's your mindset going in to Miami? Obviously, you got a whole senior season to play in high school, but how do you sort of get to that level and then take your game to another level? Uh, well, I'm taking this time during quarantine. Every day I'm doing a workout, whether it be I go lift or I go find a patch of grass, I'll do some, some drills. 
I'll run uh, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I Zoom with my O-line, and we do some drills together just to get together and stay close. But this senior season, my, my goal is definitely try to repeat. Um, a lot of high expectations going into the season. Uh, we have a big target on our back. So just going out, competing every game, we're going to work really hard this summer. So I think we'll be ready. What do you do for workouts during this time? There's no gym, obviously, to go into, right? So, I mean, do you fill up a bunch of water bottles with, you know, pennies and nickels? What do you, what do, you do in the lift weights? No, I'll, fi- I'll find a, like one, a bunch of my friends have garage gyms and stuff where mm-hmm. I can lift. But when I don't have access to the lifting, I, I just do technique drills. Coach Justice shared a bunch of technique drills with me. I Zoomed with him for about, like, 30 minutes just straight learning I was taking notes. He was teaching me things, just trying to learn from someone who I, I respect a lot and I'm excited to work with. Yeah, he's uh, really everything I've heard about him from other guys who played for him the last couple of years at UNLV, FAU. I mean, they're so excited about him as a coach just because he's so personable. He really knows how to talk to his players and get the most out of them. It yeah. sounds like you, you kind of, I don't want to say you've fallen in love with Coach Justice, but certainly you've you've seen what he's done with the players at practice. You've talked to him on the phone and it's like, there's something about him that strikes you. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely heard a bunch of good stories about him. Luke Cristobal at Georgia state was getting recruited by coach justice when he was at UNLV Mm -hmm. and, and lose like my kind of my big brother figure. He's been two years ahead of me. And when I was a freshman, he was where I was at now kind of as a junior blowing up offers and, and committed he told me Justice was the only coach that when he committed to Georgia State out of all the schools that recruited him, like kept up with him and made sure that he made the right choice and, and gave him advice, all this stuff, and that he was a really nice guy. So when I finally met him and talked to him in person, he showed up to practice at 6 a.m. one morning, and they offered me in person. And and right there we started building a relationship, and, and I feel comfortable with him. Yeah, yeah. I read, I guess, that Coach Butch Berry didn't really come to even see you, right? I mean, it was... There no, was I went to a, to, to a few camps mm-hmm. for UM, and it was, I think it was a summer camp before they, uh, he got fired. Mm-hmm. I went and I won all my reps at center. I was pulled aside, whatever, and that was the day Mike McLaughlin got offered, but I didn't get an offer from Butch Berry, and he never hit me up again. Mm-hmm. Then I saw he got fired, and the whole new UM staff, when Lashley got hired, all that, they all followed me, and they offered me. So that was that was pretty cool. I can tell you from firsthand experience, they have to know what they're doing because what the player I saw at that camp was just so dominating. I was like, man, they got to get this guy if they're really going to start to be serious about winning. Um, Let me ask you about your background, your family. Uh, Ryan Rodriguez, I mean, Latino, right? One hundred percent. Yeah, Spanish the whole nine. Yeah, Cuban. Okay. So we're both. My great grandma was born in Cuba. (laughs) My grandma was born in Cuba. Her three siblings were born in cuba and they all came down and then my mom and dad were born here okay anybody play my, football uh, my you? dad played high school football southwest mm-hmm. um high school he went to chuan college and and he played center there also but okay. they used to be d3 when he went so you so you come from a football family technically because i mean i don't care if your dad didn't play division one or division two he still played yeah. ball and so the passion was there when did when did he first sign you up for football when I was four, I played running back. Running back. I scored. It was. It was actually a funny story. I was at the Broncos, and it was a running back duel of me and Andy Borgales, the kicker. 
Wow. <laughs> we used to be running backs, and we were best friends when we were growing up. That's amazing. And, and we grew up playing youth football together from when we were five all the way. We took a break when we were like 12. We went to a park in Broward, and then we joined again. And then he went to Booker T and Shamanon, and we kind of split up there. But we're gonna we're ready to reunite. Well, I was gonna ask. I got to imagine that the moment he saw you were getting recruited by Miami, he had to have been excited. Did he reach out to you then, or what was? Have, have yeah, you maintained uh, the relationship. He called me and he talked to me. Whatever, he's excited. And his brother's there now too, so that's cool. Because I know his brother went on. His mom did a whole post on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, my our families are very good friends. They're good friends. We grew up with them. That's so, great. I mean, we're, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I know a few kids from this um, commit class pretty well. Yeah, who are some uh, of the other ones that you've developed relationships I played with? middle school football with Khalil and Tim, Timothy Burns. Okay. And we played middle school football at the Royal Academy. And, and we were the only eighth graders up there playing varsity. And we all started. So, it was pretty cool. We all had a respect. And then they went to Northwestern. I went to Columbus. Mm-hmm. And now we're, we're meeting up again. And Big Baby, I played basketball with him in fourth grade, travel basketball. And we used to travel to Ohio, New Orleans, all on the basketball team. So, so wow. So, this is like deep bonds between you guys. Is there anybody else that Miami's recruiting that's part of that crew or no? Um, Off the top of my head, not that I could think of, but... I mean, I'm trying to get another good friend of mine to come join our Julian Armella. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to convince him to come join for next year. Yeah, I talked to Julian at that Under Armour camp, and he talked about how much he loved the Miami. But his dad played at Florida State, right? Yeah, but he he literally lives now three minutes from Miami. So, mm. I mean, it's up to him, not my business. But, but yeah, I mean, I'm trying I'm trying to talk to him and stuff. Well, they certainly need some dominant linemen. Uh, like yourself and Julian to go there and, and help win the battle yeah. up front. I, I, I know every single one of those championship teams had really good offensive lines, and that's really the key to what's been the success at Miami. Besides all the things they do on defense, I think it, it really starts up front. And when they have good offensive lines, you can see the difference. Um, have you gotten to know any of the guys on the team now at Miami? Like in terms of the offensive linemen, have you developed any relationship with those guys? And what do they sort of tell you? I mean, I haven't developed a relationship where, like, I call them and text them, but mm-hmm. um, Devon Donaldson, mm-hmm. when I first went to the camp when Butch Berry was there, that was before he got injured. Uh, I was literally doing just work with him one-on-one, uh, doing drills with him, trying to see what he did, trying to learn from him. And then I went back when Coach Justice – or, no, I went back during the practice and I saw him again. And and I told him I had an offer or whatever, and we were talking. And, but he was injured then. So, I mean, I'm definitely going to hit him up to try to work out with him during this break if if he can. But that's pretty much the only one I've, I've talked to like that. Mm-hmm. Have you main, maintained a relationship with McLaughlin? I saw you you guys were yeah. obviously talking, you, him, and Seymour at the, uh, at the camp last month. Yeah. Um, when I met him first, like the first time I talked to him was at camp. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, we've been texting. Uh, he, he's a nice kid. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to play with him a, a lot to we have to all grow together so yeah Oland's a very close close relationship on the field you're now, all you're all together like at war yeah. and you're all depending on each other to do your job so yeah. it's, a, it's a close bond and obviously a lot of eating together um yeah those, the big groups what uh i mean do you guys do that at columbus you go out you knock out pancakes do you go down to our betters and have hot dogs what's kind of the uh, tradition there for you guys 
Honestly, we don't have a set tradition. Okay. We we just go eat like crazy the day before or two days before. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we we go to hole in the wall. We eat, uh, Taco Tuesdays sometimes. What's the most you've um, pounded down at, on a Taco Tuesday? Uh, most I've pounded was eight because I, honestly, I don't like those tacos. Okay, they, <laughs> but you ate nasty. eight of them. <laughs> yeah, but but my friend he knocked down eighteen of them. Holy he's a cow! He's, he's a, a, he's a starting another, right guard. Uh, lineman there from Columbus? Yeah, he's a starting right guard, Jake Geary. Wow. I got to yeah. go with you guys one time uh, on a Tuesday just to see this and witness this in person. You go watch him. He's entertaining to watch eat. <laughs> um, that's amazing. So I know you got to go, Ryan. I really appreciate all the time you gave me. Um, yeah. One last thing uh, before we go. Um what have you sort of been doing to pass the time, man, besides working out on your own during this COVID-19? Yeah. I know as a kid, you you miss the competition, being able to compete with other guys. So how do you sort of, you know, get that out of your system? Um, I've just been doing a lot of focusing on my schoolwork, mm-hmm. playing video games, eating, riding bike, jogging, just stuff that I could do, playing basketball, things that I could do to keep me busy. Because mm-hmm. honestly, I'm bored and I'm, <laughs> I'm tired of this. But... There's nothing I could do, so I'm just trying to keep myself busy the best way I can. Yeah, well, you got to do uh, whatever you can to pass the time. I know it's been tough. Hopefully, yeah. this thing ends quickly and you can get back to uh, regular life, right? Yeah, I'm I'm literally just riding bike trying to pass time for no reason because I'm so bored. <laughs> I'm going to do a there, bike bro. ride by UM right now, actually. What's that? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride some bike by UM, actually, right now. Oh, okay. Well, let me know uh, after uh, if you see school. anybody out there practicing. <laughs> no, it's going to be a ghost town. <laughs> how far, Where do you live? Do you, how far do you live from campus? Uh, my dad lives like five minutes. He's on the other side of US-1, okay. right in front of Sunset Place. Okay, so you – and how often really do you stay there? Uh, the weekends or – Yeah, I just share time. Like, yeah. I don't have a set schedule. Okay. And then your mom, I guess she lives closer to Columbus or in Westchester somewhere? Yeah, my mom's right next to FIU. Okay. That's interesting. So it's not that far. Yeah, that's interesting. At least uh, you, you kind of get the best of both worlds, close to high school and close to the college. <laughs> yeah, I have family all over the place. I have Hialeah, um, Westchester, all over. All right. So everybody's going to be coming down and meeting up in Miami Gardens when I get to UM. All right. We're going to have the Ryan Rodriguez section at uh, – at the stadium it's gonna be awesome yeah <laughs> i'm excited ryan thank you so much for all the time man yeah thank you for having me